What's going on, guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Week 16, fantasy semifinals. Congrats to those of you who made it this far. I had a heartbreaking defeat in the 16-team league, but I'm alive in Dynasty. Hopefully, a lot of you are live as well. Remember, 100% of the website is free through the Super Bowl. That's the rankings, running back wide receiver reports, DFS content, Dynasty content, all of it. So, whether you're in the playoffs, out of the playoffs, there is something on the site for you. Also, I will not be making videos next week, but as I said, the entire website is free and the Discord is free as well. So if you have any sort of question, you can get it answered on the site or you can ask me directly in the free Discord. I think I answered every question this last week, but I'll make sure I do my absolute best in the next two weeks to do that as well. So I think we had a pretty straightforward week for waiver wire. Um, basically the same story we've been telling the last few weeks now. There's no reason to stash anything that's not running back or defense really, but for the big point is don't be stashing wide receivers. If you're not going to use the wide receiver, you don't really need them on your team. There's no reason. I mean, backups are fine to have. You can have injuries. Um, you know, you can have just like different options, but don't be stashing, you know, like a sixth or seventh wide receiver. Um, ditch them for running back handcuffs, especially, but defenses as well. We'll go over some defense you can stash for the playoffs. So because of that, we're going over running backs and defense first. Uh, eight defense options I'm seeing this week. Uh, top four, I would say, is pretty clear, but then I would say top six is also clear. So top four, Jets versus the Commanders, Eagles versus the Giants, Broncos versus the Patriots, and Texans versus the Browns, Jets are tied for 10th in points per game. Also played Miami this last week, got absolutely destroyed. Definitely a chance they're on free agency in some leagues where they haven't been all season. So 10th in points per game, get a home matchup with the Commanders. Commanders allowing the fourth most points per game to opposing defenses. The Commanders have been better as of late at preventing sacks, but this is definitely a spot where the you know Jets defense could definitely dominate. Eagles pass defense is not very good. Um, we've seen that play out in a number of times when they're not playing Drew Locke. Drew Locke still kind of beats him at the end of the game. Let's see. Their pass defense is not good. They're all the way down at 24th in points per game, uh, thanks to ranking second to last in interceptions. But uh, they are home this week. They face a Giants team that's allowing the most points per game to opposing defenses, thanks to a league high 15.6% sack rate. Like Tommy DeVito is getting sacked super, super often. So even we have a defense that's vastly underperformed this season, it's a really good spot playing them. Uh, the Broncos, they've stepped up their defense recently after a truly pathetic start to the season. Uh, they get a home matchup with a Patriots offense that's allowed the fifth most points per game to opposing defenses thanks to a dumpster fire of a starting lineup on offense. And then the fourth team that I think is in this like kind of clear top four is the Texans at home against Joe Flacco and the Browns. Texans are really just like a league average defense overall. But Flacco has 44, 45, and 44 pass attempts since taking over as a starter. And that's just a lot of potential. He doesn't have an insanely high sack rate, doesn't have an insanely high interception rate. But when you're dropping back, you know, in the mid 40s time, he could realistically drop back 50 times in this game. That's just a lot of opportunities for sacks, which has the potential for, you know, strip sacks and touchdowns. Touchdowns are probably the most important thing for defenses and fantasy. That's what really gets them into spike tweaks. And you want turnovers, you want sacks, you want them throwing the ball to get those. If they're going to throw the ball, you know, 45 times, it just elevates the potential of the team. And especially if Strout is back and Texans can get up, 
that's where it really helps out. Uh, so I know Flacco's been solid, but they're a good streaming option as well. After those four, I'd say it's a clear next two of Chiefs and Bears. Chiefs play at home versus the Raiders. I know the Raiders just dropped over 60 points against the Chargers, but it's a whole different thing doing that in Kansas City. Kansas City, a much, much, much better defense. Like, they're not going to score over 60 points this week. Definitely blow up potential for that defense. And then Bears at home versus the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Bears defense has honestly been on fire recently. They've been really, really good. We've known all season they've been limiting production to wide receivers, but just overall, they've been really, really strong. Also, limit production to running backs as well. Um, technically, that means it doesn't set up as an amazing matchup for them because the Cardinals want to move the ball down the field with their tight ends, which is actually the best way to move the ball against the Bears. Also, Kyler you know, hasn't been just like throwing a ton of interceptions. And that's been like what the Bears have been great at, right? They have the, um, not a, a bunch of sacks, but they have, you know, a ton of interceptions this season. And they have at least nine fantasy points in seven of their last 10 games. Again, ton of interceptions, second most in the league. And so maybe Kyler doesn't throw like three picks, but it's a good spot to limit scoring, uh, get a few sacks, maybe get an interception or two, good spot for that defense. Then after those two, I'd say you have another little tier of Bucks at home versus the Jaguars. They move up, obviously, if Trevor Lawrence is not able to play, if we get backup quarterback play there as well. But even if Trevor Lawrence plays, no Christian Kirk, he's on IR. Zay Jones seems like he's not going to play with a pretty bad hamstring injury. And so Ridley's just going to get peppered with targets this week, but they can only do so much peppering Ridley with what would probably be like 15 targets. Like, I'm not even kidding. He might get 15 to 17 targets this week if we have Zay Jones also not out there with Christian Kirk. Um, the point is, you know, they're going to struggle on offense, especially if you don't have Trevor Lawrence out there. Uh, so Bucks, good option at home. And then finally, Vikings at home versus the Lions. Definitely not a good matchup. Better not playing Detroit in Detroit. So Vikings at home helps. Uh, but the Vikings have generated a lot of sacks recently. Uh, they're a very blitz-heavy team, and that just increases their variance. We could definitely get a spot where the Lions just like score 35. If Vikings do nothing, that's why they're eighth on the list. But if they're going to be sending a lot of pressure, playing at home, um, aggressive defense, there is a potential for a pick six for you know a few sacks to pile up, get some strip sacks and the touchdowns. There's just upside in this team that's why i'd have them if like you know none of those options were available as far as stashing defenses for next week very important if you've got that final spot this can be the difference right having that stashed having you know a top option on defense in the championship top ones i would stash are in order the browns at home versus the jets bills home versus the patriots jaguars home versus the panthers colts home versus the raiders cowboys home versus the lions Texans home versus the Titans, and then the Bears home versus the Falcons. So if you do pick up the Bears, you could use them in both weeks. Switching gears to running backs. Top two are Ty Chandler and Ty J Spears. Chandler looked fantastic on Saturday, and if Madison misses any more time, he is going to be a starting option for us. That is obviously super valuable at this time 
of the year. He does get a pretty poor matchup versus the Lions, but it doesn't matter. If Madison is out and we can project Ty Chandler to be featured, honestly, I thought maybe they would mix in some other running backs, but he was featured last week. If we're going to project him as a featured running back, it does not matter what the matchup is. He is going to be a start this week if Madison is out, so you've got to go after him. And then after him, Ty J Spears, um, Henry is still healthy, right? Like it didn't, we didn't have like a Derrick Henry injury, but the Titans have been eliminated from the playoffs. Um, there's no reason they should like ride Derrick Henry into the ground. He's already talked talking about Derrick Henry, how like Spears is the future of the team. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they gave Spears more run, especially just given how well Spears is playing. Um, will that happen this week? Will that happen next week? Tough to really say, but he would definitely be a valuable player to have as a handcuff. Um, behind those two, you have Tyler Algier. I think the extra touches this week came more because Bijan lost the fumble than anything. I don't think like that doesn't always necessarily translate week over week is basically what I'm trying to get at there. Like he loses the fumble. If he loses another fumble this next game, maybe he gets benched again. We see Algier get the touches. But my expectation would be that Bijan would still lead the backfield. It's not going to be a massive split, but I think, you know, Algier leading it last week was because of the fumble. I think they go back to Bijan unless he were to fumble again. That means that you can't really pick up Algier, even in a great matchup, to start this week, but he still very clearly is like probably the best handcuff you can have in fantasy. If Bijan were to get injured, you have Algier as like a must start. That's obviously very valuable to have. Uh, but again, I don't think we're like starting Algier this week. Um, behind Algier, I think you're looking at Zamir again. Obviously, you know, number one, his upside is is kind of capped because he's not featured when they don't have Jacobs. Uh, and then also like his role in the receiving game isn't that high. So, you know, they won by like a billion points last week. They scored 60. He had a good game, but he definitely needed that early touchdown to have that game. Um, you could have Jacobs coming back. Uh, he has a really bad matchup this week. So there are definitely reasons not to like him. But let's say Jacobs is out in week 17, whether that be through the injury, them just like, you know, shutting him down, not playing him. He would be the lead back against the Colts. So I think this is more for next week. I don't really know that we're starting Zamir this week, no matter what. Maybe we can go to him if Jacobs is out, but I would say this is really more for week 17 as a stash there. Um, after them, I definitely see a drop down into the rest of the handcuffs. Maybe Zach Moss doesn't play this week and we get Trey Sermon starting. Um, maybe the Chargers come out and they say we're resting um, Eckler and we're going to start you know, Spiller. Maybe Pacheco misses again and we get another CEH start, but Overall, the rest of this list is a little bit less appealing than the ones we just went over. But the order I would rank the rest of these handcuffs in is Trey Sermon, Rico Dowdle, CEH, Isaiah Spiller, Chase Brown, Kenneth Gainwell, and Chris Rodriguez. Sermon, again, is probably the most interesting if Moss is out. Moss did say he plans to play, but that's the plan, and that's what he said. We can't just, like, guarantee that's what's going to happen. And Sermon would be a pretty strong play if Moss we're out. Um, so appealing stashes all around there, but I would still say again, Chandler, Spears, Algier, Zamir, those are probably the four you really want to focus on getting. After defense, after running back stashes, my guess is the next most likely position you need is tight end. And we've actually got three pretty decent options this week. 
Hunter Henry, I think, is a clear top option. Now, it's a Patriots pass catcher, so you can't trust that at all. But, you know, he's being kind of featured on offense, especially in the red zone. They're, like, only looking at him when they get into the red zone, at least through the air. Uh, Broncos also this week, top five matchup for tight ends, pretty much no matter how you look at it. So, good option. Um, we know tight end is very touchdown dependent anyways. So no matter who you start, you're, you're going to need a touchdown for them to be, you know, a good play, basically, unless you have like Trey McBride right now, really, it's like the top options, you know, it's like your Kelsey, your McBride, Laporta, like it, there's, you know, there's probably like five or six that maybe don't need to score in post good game. But the point is, if you can find someone who's being featured in the red zone currently against a team that kind of gives it up to running backs really, but running backs and tight ends, that's a good option. Um, after Hunter Henry, I'd say is Gerald Everett. He's kind of contingent on Donald Parham being out again, but if Parham is out, you can probably pencil Everett in for in that like six to eight target range, which is a really good projection for tight ends. And then Tucker Kraft, been great filling in for Luke Musgrave. Um, the matchup is really, really bad, but if you have a tight end playing 95% of the snaps, decent role in the red zone, going to get four to five looks, that's not terrible. So good options, uh, but I would say like if you've made it to this point um, consistently starting someone, you don't need to go to these three. These are really just if like you've been streaming the entire season, you're looking for another streaming option. And again, the most likely I'd look to is Hunter Henry. For quarterback streaming, um, hope you don't need to go here. It's not an amazing week. Uh, there are three okay options, but not an amazing week. And also you're in the semifinals. You're probably going up against some pretty good quarterbacks. So hopefully, you know, you're not streaming. But I would say the top three right now is Nick Mullins versus the Lions, Baker Mayfield versus the Jaguars, and Jake Browning at the Steelers. Um, again, I'll be honest. So like, I don't feel super confident in any of them. And you kind of deserve what happens if you're walking into the semifinals, you know, and you've got Nick Mullins at quarterback. Like you deserve whatever points he puts up there. Um, but I do think that's the clear top three. Stroud has a really tough matchup versus the Browns. We don't even know if we know Tank Dell's up. We don't even know if, you know, Nico's going to be playing. Um, Minshew, he's got a tough matchup against the Falcons. Stafford, tough matchup against the Saints. Love gets the Panthers. That's a tough matchup, especially for fantasy because we know they're going to run it a ton. Uh, Flacco gets the Texans, another kind of difficult spot for Flacco. And so you kind of run through the options you would expect to see as streaming options, and none of them are going to project very well. So I would lean towards those other three over the five I just mentioned. Uh, but again, hopefully you're just not really in that spot. And then finally, um, I only have two wide receivers written down because again, you shouldn't really be looking to wide receiver the waiver at this point. But if you need wide receiver, top two are Noah Brown and Dontavian Wicks. Uh, Brown gets a brutal matchup this week against the Browns. Uh, and then Wicks also gets a tough one at the Panthers. So we're probably looking at these two more in week 17. Week 17, Brown gets the Titans, Wicks gets the Vikings. So too much better matchups. Um, if they both continue to play well with Wicks looks awesome. Brown actually looks awesome as well, but it's basically just like for the Texans, who is their number one? Like if Nico comes back, I would expect Brown to take a little bit more of a back seat. But point is, if both of these two, you know, keep performing well this coming week, maybe in week 17, we can look for him. Uh, but again, you probably shouldn't be looking at free agency wide receivers right now. Again, we want to stash running backs, defenses, and if you have an extra spot, defense for next week. So Remember that 100% of my website is free through the Super Bowl. So if you're looking at defense options, quarterback options, tight end options, and I didn't talk about them, just look at the rankings, especially as we get later into the week. Also, Discord, 100% free. So if you still have a question after that, go into the Discord, tag me at Enzylac. 
Um, I'm going to try and answer every single question in Discord this weekend. And a reminder, next week, not making videos, but as I said, website free, Discord free, have questions, go into there. I'll do my best. So that'll do it for this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, hop on the like button, hop subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.